listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Sometimes silence is the loudest kind of noise. Like sometimes it was best when girls were girls and boys were boys. Like back when freeze tag was a mating dance. Like back when do over meant you got another chance. Like back when anxiety was worrying if Wonder Woman would make it out alive. Like back when freedom was sliding backwards on a slide. Like back when success was jumping off a swing and landing on your feet then doing it all over again. Like new shoes made you run faster. Like getting Miss Gross again for math was a disaster. Like failure was a word we hadn't even learned to spell yet. Like promises were sealed and kept with pinky bets. Like a challenge was a double dare. Like ugly was a cockeyed stare. And you liked it. Like when you flipped your eyelids inside out to impress that boy across the room. Cause that's all it took. And there was no such thing as too soon. As long as you checked the right box in that note from across the room. The one that he past her hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a tuesday because mm-hmm. we took monday off because mm-hmm. i was tired okay i was tired i've been doing so much podcasting guys you guys like totally like wouldn't even like believe it because like i am super busy guys yeah y'all got it this too much uh look we did uh i just okay so since like last week thursday night we did black astronauts podcast Mm -hmm. friday balls deep sports pregame um and then nerd off then saturday we did our feedback show i was on what's the tea which is out today i suggest Mm -hmm. y'all go listen to it 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 is hilarious we had so much fun i love getting silly with nick and reggie sunday we recorded our regular show mm-hmm. uh, but unbeknownst to y'all I also recorded with rashani a spoiled movie review of den of thieves which i still have to put out for you guys mm-hmm. um and then um monday i did this too much with bossy you know of course he watched the super bowl i cooked for the super bowl yes he did it was good i made philadelphia cheesesteak nachos and mm-hmm. clam chowder for new england and um the nachos won um <laughs> yeah apparently they did um and then like i said watch this this is us which came on later tale and then uh did this too much with bossy and that's it that was all i had left in me because i had to sleep i had to take a nap i had to go out and do some non-podcasting for a little bit so yesterday we just need a day off i need a day off i can't sleep with camera but i needed some time off <laughs> um but we're back today so um of course you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is just a regular ass podcast Hi, just me and you just me and you baby um let's see what kind of stuff do we have to talk about uh, i don't feel like there's a lot of news we didn't get to um all right let's just get into it um roaches flies and mice oh that's how we like to start okay um nearly half of new york city public school cafeterias have been cited for critical violations nearly half Mm-mm-mm. trash city um it's funny though because uh that's a city that you would th- typically think of as like a liberal city you know like they would you think they it'd be some investment more in their infrastructure and education and stuff Mm-mm. 
nearly half of all new york city school cafeterias inspected last year were cited for at least one critical violation for issues that could lead to foodborne illnesses according to a recently released report of the 1150 critical violations found at nearly 700 cafeterias about half of those inspected by health officials in 2017 most indicated uh, evidence of mice rat roaches flies and other insects in areas where food is prepared and eaten um that's that seems like a lot i don't know what the average is i don't know but feels like half is bad <laughs> right and you know that goes to show you when people talk about the public school system which the most people go through the public school system as much as people try to shit on it most people aren't privileged or aren't in a spot where they could get into the programs you know and a lot of people can't afford to pay and so you know because a lot of schools have lotteries and shit like that you know to get into these pro these uh certain schools and my thing is uh it's very frustrating because you have people put like this the way the system in my opinion the way the system is designed eventually uh we're going to be like other countries where basically education is a privilege and not a right Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're kind of pushing towards that because as people with money leave the systems and go these other places, as you got uh, Bessie uh, DeVoe, whatever the her name is, mm-hmm. taking all these public funds and put them in, put, putting them in other places, you're defunding a lot of these schools. So they're not able to do these things. And uh, you got uh, them passing laws for cutting taxes. Okay, if we cut taxes uh money that is budgeted is no longer there and you're not giving anything to replace that money so that means you probably are losing health inspectors which means you're probably losing people's job you know their job is to go and be sure this shit is up to par and then let's say they find something they don't have the budget to punish and penalize and hold people accountable for not meeting whatever the standards are you know because there's a checks and balance here you know with a lot of this shit and you have a lot of the american uh, population in my opinion that really don't understand the structure and how things are actually supposed to function and why things are in place you know because uh your taxes are going to go regardless people better realize that i don't want my ta- bitch they're going up regardless so at least let them go to your child being in a good environment because let's say you are privileged but you don't have the money to go to these other schools so that means your children are also in these systems where they're sitting around and they're around roaches and rats and shit like that nobody wants their child to be around it. i don't care if it's you know predominantly black and brown nobody wants their child around this bullshit um i would ask a few questions first of all because it's a liberal city it's not these republican like cut all the taxes so we can get all the money back fuck poor people fuck government welfare da 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 they don't seem to be i mean from what i've heard i mean look they seem to vote democrat at a heavy i wonder if they're spending money in the wrong places you know i wonder out of a government budget how much is dedicated to shit like cops kill some innocent person versus these kids you know um the other question i would have which schools right because 50 percent sounds just like you know almost like you would just go oh yeah it's an even bet 50 50 i wonder if they examined it from a level of like where are these schools located and what neighborhoods whose kind whose kids go there and what does that lead to when it comes to feeding kids and taking care of and cleanliness and stuff like that 
um the nyc news service service based it's reported on data obtained by the department of health under the freedom of information act the report highlighted some troublesome findings including one and at a brooklyn school where live roaches and nearly 600 fresh mice droppings were discovered by a health inspector good god brooklyn at another five second graders were sickened after eating in cafeteria lunch a health inspector who visited the school days later found dirty equipment and poor protection for how food was laid out uh in one case in queens 1500 flies were found at a middle school in ozone park did you say 1500 1500 uh u.s department of agriculture regulations require local health inspectors to inspect school cafeterias twice every year about 1400 city school cafeterias were inspected at least once with some cafeterias serving more than one school according to the cap to the report wow local food inspectors look for evidence of rodents or insects and check uh, equipment to make sure food is stored in appropriate temperatures but also review how the food is handled um although the city's public school system boasts about a million students just 15 health inspectors are assigned at any given time to visit schools without warning and examine their kitchens 15 15 so what are the chances of uh what are the odds of uh your facility being inspected correct now it's 1 million students but i want to know how many facilities are 15 people responsible for checking randomly you know probably hundreds possibly thousands i wonder um nyc uh nyc city news service report comes about three months after the city started off uh offering free meals to all students so like that's a very liberal idea free meals to all students so like i said i'm not i don't want to just say like it's because they not they lower taxes and they refuse to pay for the i wonder if it's literally like they're spending money in other places correct or even with the taxes they have is just not what it would need to be to truly take care of kids and stuff because mm-hmm. people get real cold-blooded when it's not their kid and it's not you know they don't see that as a public service like one of the things that's interesting living down here is um if you talk to republicans and stuff how much they see like public school is a waste of money money spent for teacher salaries is a waste of money teachers unions are a waste of money but yet they don't realize that you're either going to spend the money on a school or you're going to spend the money on a prison right you know like it's that that's that's the way it works that's where we send people to be educated and we do a terrible job of it as is making a worse job or making it harder to educate people is actually not a solution it's not a viable solution for our society and the dumber the fucking society is the more it's gonna cost later on when a motherfucker gotta go to prison or you know ends up in the life of crime or something like that you know like these are all horrible fates that we resign people to but it's all out of lack of empathy um right and and also uh they don't want to talk about gentrification that makes a big difference too as money and wealth shifts across the city the schools change you know as districts change yeah white flight is, is, right is which part means, of that. which means money that's there is actually gone and is gone somewhere else now to a different well, part of the city okay so gentrification works two different ways right mm-hmm. because gentrification is moving into this black space a lot of times that raises property value stuff and moves black people out Correct. raises rent um so like white people while bringing in resources yeah that that school district that local area will start to see some improvements in the school and all that type of stuff because the presence of white people typically does connote some level of uh importance right 
um the thing is even if black people move to like say where the old white people used to stay or something or some other area the 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 lack of funding seems to follow us correct um the other thing that taints this discussion immensely that never really comes up public school those two words are basically a placeholder for black and and brown in a lot of people's minds right so when they hear public school now despite the fact that many white people have access and use and have attended the public school system correct many like but for some reason it's kind of like the idea of welfare means black and brown but welfare has a lot of white people on it as well percentage of population the highest come on right but somehow we end up here so um it you know for it's i don't know it's like white people just assume like private school or the placeholder they use now school voucher systems that's what they use on like the left which is basically means the right for certain kids to go to a private school or some sort of halfway between private and public school and it's like nah that what about improving our public school system right or what that, are we going to do about that? right and they also go charter school too that's another way that they kind of cover it up but instead of just fixing the system the system needs to be fixed now in september governor kumo uh signed a legislation signed legislation requiring the city department of education to publicly post the results of the school cafeteria and kitchen inspections online for transparency so maybe they were always bad right and now people are just aware so maybe they can use this information to say hey we need to get a fund or something for the cafeterias to make sure that it's safer for the kids so maybe ultimately this is you know it's kind of a thing where like we talk about sexual assault on on college campuses and the the um traditional thinking on that is always for schools anyway well if we we just won't we'll cover up any sexual assaults and we won't tell people so when you consider going to our school oh i want to go to that school they have no sexual assault there yay but what what that school is really telling you because any collection of human beings especially young human beings with all that fucking rape culture shit on campus and all those alcohol and drugs and shit rape is happening on on every college campus but college campuses refusal to report actually tells me it's less safe for my kid to go there correct because y'all are covering up sexual assault y'all are actively smushing it down so that you don't have to report to the police or anybody any type of stats no there's no i have no idea what the safety of a child on that campus is as opposed to a school that says you know the, the conventional wisdom is don't report it but to me the wisdom is always reported yes i may be shot oh wow there were 17 sexual assaults on this campus or whatever the fuck number but also i'll go but what are the results of those cases that means they're catching people that means they're doing something about it that means a process is in place that means it's not just being swept under the rug that this could be that too but for schools like this is our first time ever really reporting this shit to y'all uh the school cafeteria system is fucked okay politician what are we gonna do because we didn't know we had a problem before because y'all motherfuckers wasn't telling the public you know maybe you knew maybe it was private i don't know maybe there were no maybe they kept the results and just didn't tell anybody it was internal now we know now we can tackle this problem so maybe it's a good thing i don't know yeah i i think it is a good thing uh because it would demand change uh that otherwise i think would not have come and also you know it's like well what is it going to take some of this stuff sounds so bad that what is it going to take 
a, a, a half of a school or 20, 30 kids to actually get massively sick or die before somebody can say, oh shit, you know what we shouldn't have near the grilled cheese? Fucking my shit. <laughs> you know what we shouldn't have here? Motherfucking roaches in the green beans. That's what we should not be feeding the fucking children. You know, that's a valid point, Karen. Because the way this is the way this is set up, eventually somebody somebody's kid is going to fucking die or it's going to be a massive sickness that's going to break out at one of these schools. It's going to be the top news and everybody's going to be talking about it. And now you can say if you would have done your motherfucking job and required these schools to clean up, like, 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 because right now you're telling us this. But like you say, what do you have in place? You only have 15 people, which means you don't have enough. So let's say you tell them to fix it. When will you have time to get back to these schools to guarantee they did what the fuck you gave them to do? You don't have the time, which means you need to invest in more inspectors. The CDC is set to cut its um, global efforts to prevent disease outbreaks by 80%. Four years after the United States pledged to help fight infectious disease epidemics such as Ebola, the Center for Disease uh, Control and Prevention is dramatically downsizing this epidemic prevention activities in 39 out of 49 countries because money is running out. The CDC program is part of Global Health Security Initiative, training the frontline workers in outbreak detection and work to strengthen laboratory and emergency response systems in countries where disease risk are greatest the goal is to stop future outbreaks at their source most of the funding comes from a one-time five-year emergency package that congress approved to respond to the 2014 ebola epidemic in west africa about 600 million was awarded to the cdc to help countries prevent infectious diseases uh through uh from becoming epidemics that money is slated to run out by september 2019 despite statements from president trump and senior officials affirming the importance of the controlling uh outbreaks officials and global infectious disease experts are not anticipating the administration will budget additional resources Mm-mm. another thing that was on the ballot come on two weeks ago the cdc began notifying staffers and officials abroad about its plan to downsize these activities because officials assumed there will be no new resources said a senior government official speaking out on the condition of anonymity to discuss budget matters notice is being given now to the cdc country directors as the first phase of a transition the official said there is a need for a forward planning uh, to accommodate longer advance notice for staffers and for leases and property agreements the downsizing decision was first reported by the wall street journal <sighs> yep. do people not know what these people goddamn job is what the cdc's job is this is why we don't have fucking polio this is why we don't have chicken pox and shingles outbreak like you know people getting sick from this massive flu going on right now do you know if them motherfuckers wasn't out there doing their goddamn jobs people would catch the flu and goddamn die do they want to take us back to the fucking dark ages because that's what happens when these people are not there to do their goddamn job well there's two there's a couple other things too right that republicans they're like this don't make us no money in their minds two a lot of their work is not about the u.s and flu it's about stuff outside of the u.s in africa you know this administration don't care about that as far as they're concerned all those people can die if, especially if it's costing us money to help like they don't give a fuck you know they they only care about white lives in america and that's it so even if we know the global ramifications of unchecked 
outbreaks is that it will somehow cross the borders because united you know (laughs) disease doesn't believe in disease uh, knows no boundaries they don't give a fuck what language you speak what what gender you are what your sexuality is if i'm a virus i'm like i got you bitch it doesn't have to go through immigration or customs come on it it ain't got to get his fingerprints checked it ain't got to get no global scan it ain't got to pay for a passport it's like i got you california court swipes left on tinder charging users uh more if they're over 30 years old i was saying with the old folks out there tinder was uh set up to charge more for users over 30 and california's appellate court decided that that was discriminatory as it makes an arbitrary class-based generalization about users incomes because how you know that i'm over 30 and i got the money to pay the extra right you know a lot of tinder was using that student loans logic like you should be able to pay for it by the time you're 30 um the case against tinder was brought forth by alan candelore who argued that the company's age-based pricing is a violation of california's uro uh, unru unru civil rights act and the unfair competition law tinder plus charges 9.99 for uh, a month for users under 30 and 19.99 for users over 30 well of course i mean that's why they got all the hot 30 and under people i mean i gotta pay a premium apparently so (laughs) i'm 37 i got to pay extra defending the model by saying that those who are younger have less disposable incomes well that was they fought for that argument they should have just said older people not as hot okay guys we know what you're here for while a lower trial court initially agreed with tender the appeals court has reversed the decision saying that no matter what the company's market research has found some individuals will not fit the mold some older consumers will be more budget constrained and less willing to pay than some in the younger group right mm-hmm. uh so yeah they went ahead and uh reversed it versus you'd have been okay if you just charged about the same flat rate but because you charge based off age there's a problem man that's wild man trying to uh trying to fuck is expensive out here in these streets uh, twenty dollars a month shit apparently so that's 240 that's a stack a month i don't know what a stack a month is but that's a that's like one two hundred dollar date at least ah! uh <laughs> uh hannibal barris scored a legal win in the disorderly intoxication case he had up against him in florida remember he got uh we, i think we played a video mm-hmm. where he was being detained and he was asking why and the cops was just like whatever and some people recognize him so they started recording hannibal burris with their cell phones and that was the video that took down bill cosby guys uh back in december 2017 <coughs> hannibal burris got arrested on disorderly intoxication charges while there's no official word regarding what was happening that made this go down the video shows burris up in a few officers faces as he was being detained although the full clip all you hear uh, why did the words go away all right all you hear is questions about birds trespassing with nothing said about the disorderly intoxication there was no word about it uh about it after birds is posted bond during uh the following day but based on a report it looks like birds asked a police officer to call him an uber while he was drunk at some point he got into an argument with the officers after they refused which more than likely sparked the confrontation we see in the clip led to the arrest so he so he wasn't actually driving or anything he just asked the officers to call him a uber yeah and they thought not to be funny he was a regular ass nigga it was like how dare you nigga guarantee you they didn't know who he was they don't indicate why it was dismissed uh, but his lawyer said no i'm not related to, uh wait his lawyer said that 
burris was well within his first amendment rights to speak to the officers the way he did it's not a crime but please prosecutors reviewed the fact and dismissed the case niggas get arrested for nothing so often right so oh my god anyway glad that worked out for that man seemed like he didn't do shit to deserve that and asking the police officer why they arresting you should not be a crime come on it should not be a goddamn crime to be like why am i being arrested right like they count that shit as resisting disorderly conduct right that's why them that's why them shit so vague so they can just smack whatever they want to across that shit right it's fucking assault everything when it's a nigga right you blink your eyes too hard resisting arrest boof san francisco will wipe thousands of marijuana convictions off the books wonderful yes san francisco will retroactively apply california's marijuana legalization laws to pass criminal cases district attorney george gaston gascon uh said wednesday expunging or, or reducing misdemeanor and felony convictions going back decades the unprecedented move will affect thousands of people whose marijuana convictions branded them with criminal histories that can hurt chances of finding jobs and obtaining some government benefits proposition 64 which state voters passed in november 2016 legalized the recreational use of marijuana in california for those 21 and older and permitted the possession of up to one ounce of cannabis legislation also allows those with past marijuana convictions that would have been lesser crimes or no crime at all under prop 64 to petition the court to recall or dismiss their cases rather than leaving it up to individuals to petition the court which is time consuming and could cost hundreds of dollars in attorney's fees gascon said the san francisco prosecutors will review and wipe out convictions in mass that's what you should do that's the proper way to do it because the a lot of times these people don't have the funds to clear their names and you know it so for a lot of people this shit still stays even though they're quote-unquote can get it erased yeah and it's also the kind of uh justice that i like to see um because i remember when we talk about like lgbtq uh, mostly gay men though when we talk mostly about the convictions of gay men for being gay and these like fucked up laws from way back in the day and they, the law gets taken off the books so it's like okay there's no such thing as buggery well then it's like well motherfucker i got fucking buggery on my criminal history that's gonna sit there forever it's just sitting there and it's probably fucked up my life and shit so it's like okay you know what we're gonna let everybody out of jail and we apologize it's like and and if you want to get expunged from your record just go to the deeds of justice downtown and sign up this form it's like or you can just do it yourself right fucking laziness laziness because it's more you should do it you should do it i love this idea right and and that's the way it should be yep and they and since they're the ones who did it in the first place come on y'all should be the ones to go and do the work to take it off right. let it the people out of jail it shouldn't be my responsibility yep they were dismissed and sealed more than three thousand misdemeanor marijuana convictions in san francisco dating back to 1975 prosecutors will also review it and if necessary resentence 4940 felony marijuana cases uh because see the sentencing could be lowered if they put it under new rules so some of these people might still get out of jail because like well you already been in jail for the under the new statute two years as opposed to 47 years or whatever fuck it used to be Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's i like that um it was i think it was i want to say i was watching the rundown with robin Thede and she had a thing and i think it was san francisco about if it wasn't san francisco forgive me it, but it was one of the california places where 
it's a liberal place and they got all these people getting marijuana dispensaries dispensaries and shit but you got black people that sold drugs and went to prison for that shit that cannot get a marijuana dispensary but it's legal now right so it's like freezing them out so you know and you had of course people in prison based off of it so i do like that which also disproportionately affects black and brown people i do love what san francisco's doing other states other cities that have legalized it need to do the exact same thing i know denver colorado is a state a city where they have legalized marijuana but then they also have one of the most restrictive penalizing um just unfair biased racist police organizations that target black and brown kids and they put them in jail still though possessing marijuana is legal right you know they got to get they got to make that money up somehow right so it's a big step and i i I won't undermine it at all Mm -mm. congratulations a lot of people being gonna get free um a lot of people get their records uh expunged they can finally like work with right when you answer that question have you been convicted of a crime like no right and i know some some states were talking about actually eliminating that question altogether yeah that's dope man um let's see what else we got um female uber drivers earn a dollar 24 less per hour um uh, less than men um yeah per hour i believe that Mm -hmm. um i wonder why Um, vaginas yeah i guess what i mean by this one is um i I guess i gotta read this and see because i like i because uber is not a thing where they go like this man makes five dollars this woman makes tips or something four dollars like i wonder why so men who drive uber earn roughly seven percent more than an hour per women according to a new study that examined over a million uber drivers women were found to earn a dollar 24 less per hour than men and also 130 dollars less per week on average in part because they tend to drive fewer hours oh well i guess that would have something to do with it because the society because because people are trash and women would like when i see a woman driving uber i do could be like i hope she's okay i hope nobody yeah, fucks with you a lot of them probably drive during the day a lot you have less right. of them to drive at night right a lot of them probably drive like they might limit their hours to hey i'm gonna stay at home mom i'm gonna drive while the kids are in school right you know they they try to flex around you know that time they have probably have a tendency to drive early in the morning until it gets dark you know you rarely you might but you will rarely find an uber driver a female uber driver that's driving around at 10 11 yeah you know, i remember we, morning. when we were in miami we had that woman who was our uber driver that took us back from the sushi place and it was raining like a motherfucker right um, she was petrified yeah we were talking to her about work you know driving uber and stuff and she sounds she's like you know she does it part-time for the money and stuff for her and her husband but i was like yeah i can see how you might not want to do this shit you know this shit feels dangerous to me right you know I, and that was like the only woman i think we've ever had in uber um roughly 27 percent of the uber drivers uh 1.8 million drivers are women uh results are surprising given that uber has long argued that its algorithms that determine how much drivers can earn are supposedly to be blind to things like race gender sexuality the technology however did not take into account the differences in driver behavior which can vary between men and women correct um overall our results suggest that even in the gender blind transactional flexible environment of the gig economy gender-based preferences especially the value of time not spent at paid work and for drivers preferences for driving speed can open gender earnings gaps 
in a blog post uber says the study produced no evidence that outright discrimination either by the app or by riders is driving gender earning pay gas well yes i agree like you're not gonna like that's why i said i was i wanted to see how the study was done because i doubt that it's like people going oh a woman canceled this ride as much as it's um women you know being like i don't want to be out at fucking midnight taking a dude might feel comfortable with that but it's like right. a fucking drunk dude from the club gets in the back of my car you know and we read routinely like shit where it's like Jameis winston pulled like said something a groped a uber driver uh, uh i think designer pulled his dick out allegedly on the uber driver or some shit just so just so, just this week so like i can understand like feeling a way about my safety you know in a way that men mostly don't think about uh shit if anything you got a word opposite if you get in the fucking dude's car and you drunk at midnight this, you don't know what's up with uber drivers come on um but yeah all these variables in the formula uber uses to calculate driver wages in the study show they're all tinted in men's favor the study claims men earn 21 dollars and 28 cent an hour on average women also have higher turnover on the platform and more experienced drivers tend to get higher pay so because women aren't gonna be there that long um yeah a lot of women probably do it more part-time short more shorter term yeah you know stuff like that yeah researchers attributed earning gap to a number of factors including that male drivers were more likely to drive at higher paying locations were more likely to drive faster agreed were more likely to accept trips with shorter distances to the rider and more likely to choose to drive longer trips uh, right um, right because you you know you have some women they probably i wouldn't surprise me if depend on the woman a lot of women go hey this is my house i'm only going so far away from my house like i i'm only going to go so many blocks and, and i wonder the city and stuff and i wonder if women are more discerning and who they pick up correct like oh this dude wants to the ride and you can get paid the more most money but then it's like i don't know this dude looks shady to me i don't know like right and they're more you apt because I mean? you know the driver can counsel too so they're more apt to counsel Mm-hmm. you know what's the dude like fuck it and that speeding thing is true because dudes be flying like you know we get in the car particularly dudes is actually about that money like if, if an uber driver is really about that money you get in they don't say shit to you you don't say shit to them they got their music and all you that's all you hear the whole ride because they like i'm trying to get to the next gig yeah and uber's executives uh dismissed the notion of increasing the baseline pay of women by seven percent because they feel like that's discriminatory so i guess that could have been a solution is look with all these factors women make seven percent less than men uh to even out the playing field we'll just bump a seven percent increase in your earnings uh per woman and they was like no that we won't do that uh temptation singer dennis edwards uh died yesterday i was seeing that yeah but according to the chicago police suspect he may have been abused before his death by his wife oh who tried to suffocate the bedridden 74 year old man and hit his hearing aids oh is she gonna be charged for that i don't know she's under investigation right now um but yeah uh shortly before his death his wife brenda edwards was ordered to stay away from him after the couple were visited at their apartment by an adult protective services investigator the investigator filed a protective order on edwards behalf on january 12th alleging that his wife had tried to suffocate him by holding his head face down on a bed 
the document also says brenda took her bed bound and mobile husband's hearing aids away from him the order was granted on january 18th barring brenda from having contact with her husband shit by that point dennis had been removed from his home anyway due to medical issues a hearing was set on friday in the case in which brenda would have had been given the opportunity to respond to the allegations but in the wake of her husband's death the protective order was vacated and the hearing was canceled it doesn't mean brenda's off the hook yet the chicago police department confirmed monday they're investigating the allegation she denied the allegations in a statement i love dennis and we were married for 18 years i would have never done anything to harm him these allegations are false and defamatory and will be proven as such until this is all over i have no further comment she said yeah if she did that she, yeah they're gonna charge her yeah i mean temptations are legends come on uh he uh yeah and the rest goes on about um uh just kind of his his uh the temptations legacy and, and their songs you know temptations is one of those groups that um <laughs> it's such a weird thing but the reason uh the way that i kind of ended up liking the temptations is because um i was uh used to drive back and forth from fayetteville to charlotte mm-hmm. um my, my college to uh to my hometown or whatever and uh you know i listened to my tapes i had tape players back then right and i listened to my tapes and shit and one day i forgot to bring my fucking music and uh i didn't want to listen to the radio all the way back because that part of the state is just fucking it's either goddamn high school football game or some gospel right. Right, okay, like, like cornfields and shit. Yeah, every station. It all look like the beginning of Scooby Doo. Right, and talk radio is all Republican shit, and like you know, there's no black station in some of these places. Mm-hmm. So, um at any rate, man, uh I walked in a gas station. They had this spindle of of different tapes, and I remember buying uh Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I bought um the Temptations, and the Temptations was like a the best of Temptations type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm so i i just i was like these motherfuckers are dope and that's how i got into them um i was surprised when some your daddy was playing i feel like he was right but, but you know when sometimes you, young, you don't pay that shit no attention yeah sometimes you just need to to discover the shit on your own man. right you know and uh you know you had that moment where i'm like oh apparently my dad was not um he was just playing that old folks music yeah like my dad had that's some, what i used to call it y'all playing that old folks music yeah, you know, dad has some pretty dope taste you know you know when you seven eight ten you looking at a a 30 year old like nigga you old right so it was uh yeah it had it had some dope shit on it man i know papa was a rolling stone was on that mm-hmm. shit uh i think my girls was on my girl was on there um it What's was one of your favorite temptation songs um man i guess papa was a rolling stone would be i mean that's such a cliche one to say but that shit was that shit was that dope man um (laughs) uh cloud nine was dope on cloud nine that shit was dope um trying to think uh i don't know i feel like i don't know i feel like that would be about um those are probably some of my favorites so that was but yeah it was just it was like i said it was just dope because um i i didn't know you know but yeah uh ain't too proud to beg you know i know you want to leave me yeah i refuse to let you go that shit is dope um the way you do the things you do the way you do the things you do uh yeah all of it really uh can't get next to you babe that's that shit yes can't get next to you baby 
can't get next to me. Oh, they got a lot. Oh, let's just start. Hold, hold it. Listen. Oh, yeah. Actually, this guy is my favorite. Turn the gray skies blue. I can make it rain whenever I want it to. Oh, I can feel the castle. Yes. I can make you on dry land. But my life is incomplete and I'm so blue. Can't get next to you, baby. Can't get next to you. Can't get next to you, baby. Can't get next to you. I can How many times my dad probably played this shit in the house and I was like, ugh, this old stuff. Ah, I gotta clean up to this. See, and that's the thing. I associated that with some bullshit cleaning up. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to clean up. I wasn't thinking about this as jamming. I was, you ruining my Saturday morning, mama. How much damage have black people done to our, to their children? Right! By making us do chores associated with dope ass classic music. Right! The kids don't give a fuck about your music when you making them do shit they don't want to do. I wonder what we doing to the kids now. What they gotta listen to? Child Call Quest! Uh, here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. I know. So what's, what's, what's the scenario? Biggie again. Oh, <laughs> hypnotize. Why? Oh, we gotta uh, clean up. TLC. <laughs> Another goddamn red light special. Come on, mama. Oh, uh, well, this used to be the jam, boy. You and your mama, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for red light special. I know, right? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> your kids up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to hear about y'all having sex. Oh, uh, yeah. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Had that beat. Yes! Black sportation music. That's where you can take 75 seconds to start a song. What? Hold me if we wanted to. You know it's gonna be fire. I know. Just some stoic ass nigga playing the bass, not changing his face. Nope. There's a whole intro. Walking with them pimp suits. I wonder what they did on stage during this shit. Pop is dancing. You had to let the band get some. I imagine you sitting on stage and you just letting the band get some because they got a live band probably. They got live band. So they dog. just they just getting some and the dancers probably just okay. standing around taking a break. Yeah, honey, some of the best best musicians probably ever to live, man. Right. Uh, a minute and forty seconds. Come on, dog. We heard not a not a name right now.
It was the third of September. That day I'll always remember. Yes, I will. Cause there was a day that my daddy died. But it ain't shit self. I never got a chance to see him. Never heard nothing but bad things about him. Mama, I'm depending on you. Tell me the truth. Mama just hung her head and said, Your daddy ain't shit. My boy was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. Nigga ain't shit. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. That toy dog. Yes. Like you. Now what part of <laughs> Oh man What part of someone says I got to like you I know right I put a roof over your head Yes So yes sir we talking to me Anyway um yeah he died man Sad news Right I really hate to hear that cause I mean Their music was wonderful Yeah they don't make it like that no more Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm but yeah them and then uh earth wind and fire i got into them uh, yeah what's your, of, what's your favorite earth wind and fire song shit hold up the, the whole album i don't know <laughs> hold up that's 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 way too many songs uh hold well up. one of your favorites uh give me a second i gotta actually look at the list because that's that's a lot i mean i don't want to go with uh shining star Let's Groove is a beast. If you black, you go to Black HBCU, you know that Let's Groove. Come on, the Macho September. The Macho Man better play that as they're gonna be a fucking protest. Yeah, and September, cause you know that, that motherfucking September, they gotta play every motherfucking, um, homecoming at every halftime. They better. Um, Them old folks didn't come all that long way for you not to play their jam. Yeah, I, I think Way of the World was my shit. Um, uh after the love is gone yeah i think all about love because that nigga had that rap at the end it wasn't mm. rap okay so it's not rap the way we call it rap right he was rapping like you rap to a girl right you know and he was he was and if it ain't no love you got to make some love yes! <laughs> we never spend time talking to you so we figured we'd lay it on you let you know how we feel about love mm-hmm. ain't a pretty smile each day loving, loving is, is a blessing yeah. yeah never let it fade away it's all about love yeah build yourself a true romance beauty that surrounds you yeah you deserve just one more chance my dear my dear let the light shine all through your mind fill your little heart a glow take your time make up your mind it's all about love yeah 
living to yourself is fine Makes, Makes you feel, feel much better. better Know just where to draw the line Girl, my dear Girl, my dear Let me get to the rap though, because we gotta get on. Hold on. when he was talking let me find what he was talking oh, yeah. hey y'all here we go I'm trying to tell you you gotta love you but you can learn all the beautiful the things, things around you trees and birds and if there ain't no beauty you gotta, you gotta make, make some beauty have mercy Listen come on now feel it uh-huh So yeah, that's how I end up liking them that music. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, dog. Mm-hmm. Left a good legacy on the earth, and that's sad. That if any of that stuff is true about his wife, right? That's, that's fucked up. Um, speaking of fucked up stuff, FEMA's well, FEMA was planning on cutting off food and water aid to Puerto Rico. Well, the bulk of the island still ain't got power, still ain't got water. You sent some. You sit motherfuckers out there who that don't know shit, ain't had no experience about power, and was like, fix this whole goddamn island, Mm because you want to go the cheat route. You ain't want to pay the companies that's been doing this for hundreds of thousands of years that probably could have made shit to help them be self-sufficient and put solar powers up. He was like, nah, we want want the Walmart discount rate, the fucking federal government, and sit them fuckers out there knowing that they was doing shit that they had no business doing because they didn't understand it out of their experience. And then you want to turn around and be like, you know what? On top of that, we're not going to do it. And why should you have to be embarrassed to do right? Why don't you just do fucking right? 
now for the record i don't think it was hundreds of thousands of years these companies have been doing this work but yeah yeah i made that number up yeah, i was just they, saying they've they been, been doing it for a fucking long doing ass it much time longer than the people that they did choose to do it which is why you don't you know go to walmart route well i was gonna say why you don't elect uh inexperienced people like trump it's also why you don't want a businessman running a fucking country because there's nothing to a company for uh to uh, companies don't do aid like this right typically you know we don't get to write this off on our country taxes come on you know this is a bottom line deal and lives of the citizenry should be more important than money and they are americans too we shouldn't be going cheap on saving lives in a you know when people don't have power um after after a natural disaster like um but yeah apparently they updated after this report came out so uh you know i don't know if the new york times didn't do the right research or the word got on the street and they went oh shit uh, actually we're not we're not gonna do that no more and they said they have no plans on stopping anymore for now so, for, for now now, now for meanwhile now. a fema contract that called for 30 million meals to be delivered to puerto ricans to be delivered to puerto ricans uh fifty thousand meals were delivered so 30 million was supposed to be delivered 50,000 is what got delivered what's up with the rest of these meals um did they just not get made some somebody I, I, for this uh now listen this is uh, appears to be a black woman but i'm just letting y'all know this is, these are the facts for this uh important task of delivering 30 million meals fema tap tiffany brown an atlanta entrepreneur with no experience in large-scale disaster relief and at least five canceled government contracts in her past fema awarded her 156 million for the job and miss brown who was the sole owner and employee of her company tribute contracting llc set out to find some help she's adept at navigating the federal contracting system hired she had a wedding caterer in uh atlanta with a staff of 11 to freeze dry wild mushrooms and rice chicken and rice and vegetable soup and she found a non-profit in texas that had shipped food aid overseas domestically including to a houston food bank after hurricane harvey by the time the 18.5 million meals were due tribute had only delivered 50,000. and female inspectors discovered the problem uh the food had been packaged separately from the packages used to heat them so fema's solicitation required self-heating meals do not ship another meal your contract is terminated carolyn ward told the fema contracting uh, who's the fema contracting officer who handled tributes agreement she wrote to miss brown in the email october 19 that miss brown provided to the new york times uh she said this is a logistical nightmare four months after hurricane maria hit puerto rico a picture is emerging of the contracts awarded to the earliest days of the crisis the examples like tribute contract are causing lawmakers to raise questions about fema's handling of the disaster and whether the agency was adequately prepared to respond i miss competency i miss that and, and the thing about this that really makes you mad is that all this shit was up when we voted in fucking november competency was up for a vote like like that experience was up for a vote people being able to do their job was up for a vote like that shit was literally up for a vote you have people giving people contracts and they've canceled with them before if i've canceled with you five times why would i put another contract with you because you're the cheapest 
you're the cheapest for a fucking reason and for this day did you get the contract it reminds did you see war dogs with me no about the arms dylan i heard about that but it reminds me of that movie in war dogs you had two white dudes that figured out the government contract system and the government was moving all kinds of weapons and money overseas and you know with the iraq war and all this shit they figured out a way to place a bid and they fucking underbid these huge government contractors and two white dudes from florida basically ended up becoming millionaires and doing a bunch of shit with weapons and a lot of illegal shit because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing and stuff and it's like the government had no fucking idea because they were just they're, they're not like, auditing nobody's going through but like what the what the fuck what's happening here yeah they opened it up they opened up a um they opened up uh a pandora's box by having this bidding system and only caring about how who came in under what and not if they could actually get the job done right um that shit matters too and then sound like she did the shit wrong you preparing i mean not trying funny you want somebody to do a massive job and they are a party of one Mm -hmm. you say okay party of one not large company that has done big contracts for us in the past that has hundreds possibly thousands of people that we know can get the shit done no 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 party of one here's all this money go figure it out yeah the bush administration did this with the iraq war and katrina and like i said then we had a competent government for eight years where shit like this didn't happen right and now we're back um yeah they said uh who was it um uh elijah e cummins of maryland and stacy e plaskett are representatives um um who's a representative and non-voting delegate of the united states from the virgin islands said it appears that the trump administration's response to the hurricanes of puerto rico in 2017 suffer from the same flaws as the bush administration's response to hurricane katrina in 20, 2005 amanda gonzalez a spokeswoman from mr gowdy said fema has given the oversight committee regular briefings since lawmakers asked them in october and at no point had democrats mentioned the tribute contract sending a subpoena to an agency cooperating with congress is premature Ms. gonzalez said in a statement in november the associated press found that after hurricane maria fema awarded 30 million dollars in contracts to emergency tarps and plastic sheeting to a company that never delivered the needed supplies fema insists no puerto ricans missed a meal as a result of the failed agreement with tribute fema relied on other supplies that provided ample food and water for distribution said william boer an agency spokesman uh but that is but there is little doubt that the immediate aftermath of hurricane maria puerto ricans struggled with access to food the storm shut down ports on an island that imports about 85 percent of the food supply right rose how the fuck people gonna get there Mm -hmm. uh so yeah that that's just wild um uh of course miss brown described herself in an interview as a government contractor almost like a broker she said who does not keep employees or specialize in any field but is able to procure subcontracted work as needed and get a cut of the money along the way she claims a fashion fashion line and has several self-published books describing herself on twitter as a diva mogul author idealist with scars to prove it i mean I guess you can't know you can't do it till you try, but that's a that's a big try. You know, you're dealing playing with people's lives and shit. Luckily, people they had some other resources and shit. Cause if 
they would have actually needed those meals i don't know what would happen to those people Thirty thousand is or uh, fifty thousand is a lot less than uh thirty million it's a lot less because my thing is this shit need to be mass produced and you doing all this extra special shit and then you didn't even do it the way that you didn't even meet the requirements that the government gave you in the first place which means they were probably very expensive to make so you're probably right. flying through that money versus going and finding the logistics to how to do this okay i have this much money how has this been done before let me see who can mass produce this the, the most effectively under the guidelines that i have because it's guaranteed money because you know you can say okay i got this money i need for you to do this but you want to go this alternative route um <clears throat> there was a picture of tisha campbell martin and uh tisha campbell and martin lawrence and um uh Tachina Arnold mm-hmm. that was circulating online and um there's now talks that uh it could be a Martin reboot. Tisha Campbell has confirmed that it's a Martin um reboot. Who asked for this? Um I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because I mean Tommy dead. Right. And it's that nostalgia thing. People have a tendency to forget. We love this shit, but we love this shit pre-woke. We love this shit pre-social media and shit like that. And, I mean, for the Me Too movement, I mean, Tisha Campbell was, she had a sexual harassment case uh, against Martin. Which has a lot to do with why the show shut down and got canceled. Yeah, the last season was super bad because they could never really be on screen together. Right. It was, it was you know, Martin was supposedly was, was struggling with alcoholism and shit. Like, it was just like, like the ending of that show was kind of like oh man you know but yeah um i don't know about that dog Mm -hmm. um so i don't know you know because i'm of two minds about it one i don't want to see this in the age of the wokes because me either the wokes ruin everything they retroactively hate martin like I, i didn't even know niggas that didn't like martin until i got on the internet and was like what they make you so i don't really want to i don't need my entertainment to come with uh i know a lot of people love this shit but it's not my it's not my thing to have this hypercritical analysis of all black media and write up fucking essays and get clicks and shit i know that's a lot of people's that's i don't want to yuck their young because that's what they watch shit for us to then critically break it down i'm just not one of those people right so i don't want to see it for that reason and because also those people that know they will hate it can't stop themselves from watching it right and that <clears throat> has i do with by it's a lot of shit that i watch i depending on what it is i don't live tweet it because i just want to enjoy it without hearing people's extra woke experience on how it ain't good i i you know sometimes i watch shit that i know is problematic and i just don't give yeah like i watch legends of chamberlain heights and i'm just glad that the woke stayed away because i didn't want to hear it you know like i get it it's not like i don't think it's problematic right sometimes i enjoy problematic shit and i don't want to fight about it i'm not gonna argue down that it's not and i don't need to read your essay on what i already know that that joke wasn't kosher or whatever the fuck right um so that's part of it the other part of it i don't want the other mind i have about it i don't want to say that they couldn't make a show right. that still could be funny correct because it could still be funny mm-hmm. um because it's not like they they just don't exist in this world too they also know this is a different environment with social media and stuff and maybe they would make it 
a different way than right. they would have made it like it might not come back as the 90s version of martin it might come back as something a little deeper a little more subtle or something like that right. um so it just depends um but i would definitely give it a try i'm not so much of this these people that hate reboots and they keep saying shit like there's exhaustible resources of like well if you if you don't if you do martin again then what about why don't you invest in some original ideas like they doing both true y'all niggas watch original ideas every fucking night y'all watch some shit that y'all didn't fucking know about two years ago like blackish was an original idea right. empire is an original idea uh two dope queens is an original idea fucking insecure is an original idea like god damn it you know it's just people <laughs> sound like i know they think they sound smart but they sound fucking stupid like every time when these old reboots get mentioned it's always like why don't y'all invest in nigga we do you know what i mean netflix just put out a, a, a google and bought the raw movie last night you know what i mean like it's black shit to support out here you don't have to support it all no you don't but you don't have to shit on other people's like because like you know the other part when they bring shit like this back they normally are hiring writers that fucking are new and kind of know shit and this could be what somebody gets their start you know if you don't like say uh the rundown on bet go watch something else that'll talk about pop culture shit with black people on it it's plenty of shit you don't even have to spend any time fucking denigrating this shit but like i said it's plenty of new ideas out there and there's plenty of old ideas that can be revisited you know and motherfuckers act like you know it's so sacred it, but they're no sacred cows like nope if you can make it good motherfuckers will watch it that's if pretty much the only thing good. that matters everything else is just people hemming and hawing over nothing but nigga it's if it's good yes people gonna be fine you can make room for one 30 minute show whenever the fuck this season starts or whatever and if it and if it's trash then don't watch it that's and how it won't last long that's kind of the way it goes you know some of the new shit trash too it is you know what i mean like not all the new shit is hot is hot fire too like Mm-mm. i love living in this era where we have so much black shit that i don't have to watch everything and when i don't like something i don't have to like go into hysterics explaining why i don't like it out of some obligation to blackness about why the fuck i'm not that like you know what this shit reminds me of it reminds me of when black like there was like a lane for black women who didn't like scandal mm-hmm. and it but it all but it always kind of felt like anti-black or like i hang out with white people so i'm trying to convince them that i'm not like the rest of you basic ass black bitches right and I, it always came off like that no matter how clever you thought you were pulling it off no matter how much you thought it it still kind of came off pejorative of the black audience that did continue to watch those things like uh i'm not like those black women and it's always like you could have kept that to yourself you know good for you you got the clicks you feel good maybe you find a niche audience of other like-minded black women that don't want to be associated with other black women that do enjoy scandal come on but like i don't know like that shit just always felt really pressed to me and it feels like if martin comes back or something like that we'll end up with that too you know yes we will uh anyway um but yeah i would watch it and just not tweet about it or talk to anyone about it same that's pretty much how i roll these days um let's see don't care about this story um uh okay i guess we can do some fucking with black people maybe uh what's our time looking like 
Cause you know, eight we gotta be out. Y'all. We gotta be out. You know, we, we don't play that shit when Black Lightning mm-hmm. is on. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss Black Lightning from y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. Fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make you feel fuck with them. We assign points for zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. Uh Ava Duvernay. Mm-hmm. Or Ava Duvern Bay, as I calls her. She is working on a racial drama pilot on CBS. Get that money. I don't know if it's going to a streaming app or straight to TV or what, but, uh, you know, she's coming off a uh, wrinkle in time is going to be coming out in March. Oh, that movie looks beautiful. Every time I see the preview, I get extra excited all over again. I didn't even read the book. Oh, and I'm not. Don't ask us. But, you know, she did Queen Sugar as well, mm-hmm. which is a hit show. Well, she's expected to, uh, have a, new pilot for a show called red line uh the new racial drama is executive produced by DuVernay, greg Vellante, and sarah uh schecter uh the show is ex- expected to be an hour-long series about a white chicago police officer who accidentally shoots a black doctor the show will follow the stories of the families and all those affected by the tragic murder from the start of her career she's prided herself on being inclusive from hiring all women staff to direct queen sugar or telling stories in an inclusive ways such as her rendition of a wrinkle in time she's always looking to represent us all so um yeah she man her life every DuVernay is gonna be one of those people that like when she gonna get lifetime achievement awards mm-hmm. she's gonna be a black history face on the wall like yeah she, you know she like straight up she she's living that life of, right she's almost like <laughs> uh, when people are watching a living legend it's hard for them to understand how legendary people are i think i noticed more but three people that i think that we are watching being a living legends and by the time their life ends or by the time they get to the point that they retire they're going to have all the accolades i think beyonce is going to be one of them i think um donna glover is going to be another one and ava duvernay and i know it's other people but these three people in particular lee i'm looking at because they are constantly doing all types of shit all kinds of shit they're constantly learning new things every time you think you fit them in the box they go oh bitch you thought and next thing you know they coming out with an album that's a non-rap album they coming out they're acting all types of ways they're coming out they leave one show and go to another show for for donald glover you got beyonce oh bitch you thought i was this here's some motherfucking country music get your two-step on you know so it's like they're constantly doing this and what people don't talk about too when it comes to people that get to this particular point people underestimate their work ethic regardless if you like their music or not regardless if you like them or not nobody gives a fuck about that their work ethic is impeccable every time they got some shit out they are they actually have 10 other projects that they're actually working on that you ain't never fucking heard about a lot of times they have shit planned out 10 to 15 to 20 years in advance what they're gonna do and what they plan on doing you know and it's one of those things where i'm gonna talk about beyonce the thing i love about beyonce is that i just i got a like a a reminder that two years ago today is when she let out formation 
you know so we're talking about somebody that can ruin a saturday the day before the super bowl and was like yes bitch and you gonna know the songs before i go on halftime who else can do that bitch who else and was like and for those of you you better learn it quick because i'm about to go on a fucking tour so then you have people scrambling trying to learn the words to the song before she go on the tour that's sold out so nobody can do those things so when she gets to the point that she gets put like this when beyonce gets to the point where she was like i'm through the world will will put her on a, a, a pedestal you know a lot of people already have and i know a lot of people don't like it don't matter what you like or don't like you can't knock work ethic and you can't knock the work that you see before you and we're we're watching actually living legend in front of us and people un- underestimate it once once they're living it and also when it comes to ava ava has worked with oprah ava has done so much shit people underestimate all the things that she and the thing about ava is that ava is putting other people on people underestimate how many black women and women of color this bitch is putting on she 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 doing the shit that y'all complain other people don't do she's like oh what i what i'm gonna do is that i'm gonna get somebody inexperienced or somebody that i know this great that otherwise wouldn't have a job put you on this platform you're gonna get all the awards and praise and then you're gonna go do greater shit like 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 she's doing the work that y'all favorite could never do you know and this is the shit that i'm talking about when i talk about lifetime achievement awards because you just really made me think when you said that because because i actually look at the things that they do and i'm like wow we are actually watching greatness and people are acting like the shit they do don't matter and they're acting like well anybody can do it bitch anybody can't do the shit that they doing because if anybody could do it everybody could do it guess what other people have tried to drop uh albums after blue guess what the shit didn't sell guess what nobody gave a fuck why because they're not motherfucking beyonce you know what um donna glover people talk shit about donna glover oh donna glover can't do solo and all this shit motherfuckers was up and down my timeline motherfucking flipping fools when they seen that preview for the Super Bowl so nobody else can do that but him nobody else can can film for Marvel and be like you know I got another show that I'm doing we're gonna hold that show for a whole year why because I'm that motherfucking dope and y'all know when I come back y'all gonna be ready for Atlanta season two everybody can't do that you know everybody can't do a lot of the things they do and rap and make albums and do all this other shit like it's it's just amazing and maybe it's just me i stand in awe to all three of these people in particular watching what they do watching how they're changing the world watching the work that they've done watching them put other black people on like i said they're doing the shit that everybody claims they want everybody else to do they're doing it and they're getting criticized for even attempting to do these things and that's why i've, I've came to the realization when it comes to niggas sometimes you just can't listen to niggas because niggas complain about every fucking thing. You actually watching a living legend and you shitting on the goddamn living legend is right before you. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? But anyway, um, I'm just glad that everybody's getting their due. And if they're smart with the Ava thing, I think that they're going to put it on CBS over there with the other black woman that's actually in the stars right now. <laughs> Went from The Walking Dead to the stars. You know, people ain't talking about her. She out you there doing the her CBS thing. app instead of the regular show. Right, TV. right. It, I mean, it'll probably be on both. 
right it'll probably be on both but i'm i'm just excited well, like yeah they could put it on the streaming app and then after with star trek discovering this like nigga you got my money I, like let's do it let's Keep do it, it going. dog but um what i was gonna say is one i don't know that there i hope there aren't a lot of people hating on ava duvernay and donald glover and beyonce but there always are some people hating you know but they do work so hard and it does it's like when they get through they try to put people on right. you know uh, but ava specifically in the film industry an industry where oscar so white trends every year um that woman's a dynamo right and like she like i said well, she's going to she's gonna have she's gonna be on the wall for our black history figures you know she's new black history quote unquote like you know you can already point she's not even done and you can already point to like yeah she's launched this person's career that person's career she gave us this show she gave us this movie you know and she lives what she talks so i i don't know and she's she's so she's so fucking dope yes and the thing about ava before we move on she had she's revolutionary and how black people are shot in media people mm-hmm. don't understand queen sugar is perfect as far as how well, black you, people are fam- like but like, you like know what tones and shit but you know what atlanta's that way correct uh insecure is that way yes it is um it's not i'm not saying she's not revolutionary what i'm saying is black people in charge of shit make sure they shit look right right you know i watched this is not a knock on the movie or the actress let me state let me say that before i finish this this point i'm about to make let's have a little nuances we on we on the podcast we can do that this ain't twitter Mm -mm. so a little bit of nuance but i watched the incredible jessica james which stars jesse jessica williams Mm -hmm. and like you could tell the camera didn't whoever did the filming didn't love them you know they didn't make sure that she looked stunning in every scene they didn't make sure there's a scene where her and um what's my man from atlanta and he was also in get out guys i know y'all know who i'm talking about and he was in that fucking terrible reboot of death note that we watched he was um uh dude to play darius yes that dude whatever his real name is lakeith yes lakeith stanfield lakeith and jessica were in bed and they showed this camera angle as the bottom of their feet and their feet was ashy and i was mad as fuck right because I, I was like who the fuck directed this you would we would never let this happen if black people directed this they would that was 100 percent. either the camera shot wouldn't capture it or they were fucking lotion up their motherfucking feet like you supposed to right because it's a fucking movie this is not a documentary on their real lives like yes in real life you might be hanging around the house with your feet ashy every once in a while but nigga in a movie no i was so livid and i was like why am i so mad and i realized i was so mad because i've been getting fed pure unadulterated black excellence for fucking three to five years now from every source of black media i i consume because black people are getting to be in charge of projects right and like and and you know when they go back they're gonna have to give it uh donald glover his props too because correct he put on um like not just uh zazzy beats but he put on like people like i think she might have directed it actually anyway point being like they're not just when they do these series they're not just uh shit donald glover's 
fucking dude who filmed all of his music videos mm-hmm. got a movie coming out now come on like what the fuck so anyway i they don't just come in the door by themselves like ava has this quote where she's like i don't want to be the only black person in anything i'm not impressed with being the first i want us all to get on and i'm like exactly like what's the fucking point if it's not everybody you know what i mean like i don't want to be no offense to this dude either but i don't want to be jay-z talking about you know ain't no black people where i'm at as it and bragging about it you know because that used to be how he kind of was but later on later in his career he started pointing out like yeah this is whack why the fuck is the uh, me and kanye the only black people in this room why the right. fuck there's something wrong with this picture dominoes right? dominoes uh is say uh um something like uh, is something less black the higher i goes or something like that but like this point of like yo the higher echelon i get in society the less of us i see we gotta fix that so anyway man i just think um i just think she's so dope so zero mm-hmm. i don't feel mm-hmm. fucked with it all even though it's gonna be about a topic that you know it's gonna be kind of heavy to watch man mm-hmm. but uh and i'll probably watch it not 100 percent sure because you know that that's gonna be a heavy topic you know I, I know i kind of there was another there's another show about a police shooting that i don't watch now so i don't know but uh for ava i might give it a try because i know we i know she's gonna do it right and i know she people is. gonna get get on because Mm-mm. of her yes they are so what about you zero to 100 oh i'm not fuck with all right this elementary school teacher styled her hair like one of her students to teach her a beautiful lesson oh one of the best things about social media is the incredible gems you come across on your timeline the story about a texas teacher from lakeview elementary school is one such gem miss bishop understood the immense influence teachers can have on their students and wanted to truly make her young student feel beautiful when she complimented one little girl on her beautiful braided hairstyle the student unfortunately did not believe her in order to help the student truly comprehend just how amazing and beautiful she really was, Miss Bishop came to school the very next day with an identical style. Oh, right, that is so. They fun. look adorable. That's some fucking like this is us level uh shit. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, and there's this picture of them both smiling, looking at each other. That is just. I- I'll probably make it to show art, but that is so shout out to miss bishop you know this is also why representation matters in shit like schools come on because all like in addition to the very real statistics that black kids do better under black teachers right and white kid white teachers with their anti-black biases tend to send us into the school to prison pipeline at a much higher rate right um we tend to perform much lower under them and they tend to see us as rambunctious and and disruptive whereas being children whereas they would see a a white kid doing the same things as precocious and they can't help it it's just conditioning at this point so it matters in that way and then also it matters just in representation because if i don't see black people doing something subconsciously i start to think it can't be done right so to see black teachers i know it matters i know it mattered to me when i had black teachers mm-hmm. um you know so uh yeah man that it's just beautiful dope zero for me oh zero this is precious all right um i will do one more okay then we'll get into uh guest race um uh, an actor was fired from the hate you give which is a movie coming out with amanda stanberg who's also a young woke ass black actress like between her and yahara 
uh is it Yahara Shahidi? If I'm not pronouncing, I hope I didn't fuck her name up. Between them two, nigga, like the future is in great hands. <laughs> like the motherfuckers are so uh, impressive. It's like I wasted my life as a kid. These motherfuckers. I know I began to be like, well, goddamn, I ain't accomplished shit. Like these motherfuckers are lapping me as an adult. Right? Like, I mean, I'm trying, and they're like, woo, one more time. Right? Me as an adult is just looking at their life. Like I wish I could just be half as confident. <laughs> come on half is good and accomplished uh anyway a quarter i'll be good with that actor ken lawley has been dropped from the film adaptation of the hate you give after a video of him uh using racial slurs resurfaced online uh the hate you give is a book by angie thomas um and it's it's like a black it's a very black book about a black girl so he was supposed to be in this movie um co-starring the video recorded a few years ago popped back up on social media timelines due to and and it's like him saying nigger and shit like that oh no due to the controversy surrounding his past comments and behavior ken lolly will no longer appear on the in the hate you give the studio plans to recast the role of chris and reshoot the scenes as needed said a spokesman person for the 2000 for the 20th century uh fox in a uh statement ash lolly issued a vague apology of sorts on social media if you don't learn from your mistakes you can never grow as a person i learned a lot and i'm grateful to have the power to change i never want to be who i was yesterday we're in a constant battle to become a better version of ourselves use your voice as your weapon at the criticisms against lolly the actors fans began sending negative comments to the hate you gives author angie thomas one she didn't fucking write she didn't do the movie she wrote the book two how the fuck is it her fault that this motherfucker happened to be a goddamn racist what why are y'all bothering her this fucking fucking who the you know what i guarantee you they're not even the kind of people that were gonna go see this movie at least not at least not for the right reasons it, they are just some people that some young white girls that's crushing on this motherfucking white boy right guarantee it guarantee it right a lot of times that's what happens they in love with you know these fangirls of these particular actors just want to go and attack people he said he's sorry or whatever Bitch, the fuck. I don't care that. he can't work here right <laughs> just like he called somebody nigga you probably did too get the fuck out my face that was a long time ago why are you niggers so sensitive right and now a lot of times that's the response so you beat it and he beat it too um yeah uh so after criticism against her began to happen and she got negative comments people put the hashtag edgy thomas appreciation day was started on twitter to celebrate her impact and work and counteract the attacks thomas responded to lolly's video in a now deleted tweet which said a couple of things one for those who are in the dark about the situation i'm sorry i will be revealed eventually two for those who are aware this is about more than a tweet three comments like this directed at me make it worse i have no control but people who do are watch the people who do are watching right right because the people now it's out of her hands it's in this fucking movie so she might personally be like hey get this fucking shit out of my movie that's the other thing she probably got too didn't even think about that she probably got a bunch of motherfuckers too coming at her like oh so you just the kind of shit you allowed in your movie and like i don't have anything to do with that shit i, I just, didn't know this shit i just wrote the book i wrote the book i didn't cast the fucking movie right 
but y'all need to back the fuck up off me but see that's one of the problems with twitter it allows for these fucking hair trigger reactive motherfuckers to hop on somebody and they don't even know what they fucking want done they don't know the full story and when they and when they and when it comes out they don't ever apologize no nope. my bad no nope. it's such a negative place once you get to a certain amount of followers and a certain type of attention it's just negative like what pieces of shit dog yeah um, and then people want to act like the person responding is the problem like right you know it, people aren't human beings you can quote unquote only ignore but so much so they ended up um you know recasting the dude which is um, what they should do because i don't care how much the little, the, the little fangirls like them people are like i'm not going to see this movie this fucking racist it would take the movie um yeah first announced march 2016 20th century fox subsidiary fox 2000 won a bidding war for andy thomas's debut novel and tapped george tillman jr to direct with with stenberg attached to start a novel which publishers weekly uh says was at the center of a heated auction among 13 publishing houses included all the big five earlier this year uh it eventually went to donna bray at harper collins balzer and bray in which in what pw says was a six-figure deal for the young author Woo! get your coins girl mm-hmm. the loaded cast includes and amanda stanberg regina hall russell hornsby lamar johnson algie smith Issa ray sabrina carpenter anthony mackie and common well except for common Woo! good grief they about to make some money yes they are good you know common i think could be a little better acting but other than that that's a great cast it okay? is the hate you give tells the story of a 16 year old star who stenberg will portray uh who navigates between poverty stricken slums she has grown up in the upper crust suburban prep school she attends her life is upended when she is an eyewitness to a police officer shooting her best friend khalil who turns out uh to have been unarmed during the confrontation but may or may not have been a drug dealer as star finds herself even more term- torn between two vastly different worlds she inhabits she also has to contend with speaking her truth and in the process trying to stay alive herself lolly was set to play chris star's white boyfriend uh thomas a student at bell haven university creative writing program at the time she came up with the idea for the hate you give in 2011 originally wrote it as a short story for a senior year project but it quickly expanded into a novel length work the title comes from a tattoo worn by tupac shakur Hmm. the acronym for thug um let me see mike did did the time oh shit hold on let me go to Mm -hmm. the next session oh because i looked how long were we out not that long all right sorry about that yeah no no because it, it just recently I meant just to switch over turn back to the regular screen i wish it would let you switch over automatically yeah i should i wish it would too yeah like if i create a new session just switch to it right as it goes over and keep it moving but okay yeah, i wonder if that's something we can suggest to them particularly if you make it in advance yeah all right my bad guys all right we should be back live and we should be getting the audience over that's totally my fault guys lost track of time there i hope you weren't out long Um, and i'll put karen back on screen as well um okay about a minute all right cool um but yeah so um the lolly has released a statement um and he also tweeted some more afterwards uh, i think he put out like three or four tweets um to kind of express uh you know his own um uh apology more uh because he did lose his job based off of this and they're gonna reshoot everything and one i think this sends a good message because part of the thing with the me too shit some black people have been resentful of the me too stuff mm-hmm 
because they feel like we haven't got enough traction on black issues but this me too shit white women got involved and all of a sudden black out motherfuckers got to lose their jobs da 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 not saying that's okay uh to like but i understand the jealousy right you know um but i think in this era if this movement is real it should extend to other areas yes it should and one of those areas is this dude did some racist shit he shouldn't get to be in the movie right reshoot if you have to that's what they did with kevin spacey in that other movie and that movie's up for a fucking oscar and they had a lot less time before it came out and they reshot all his shit and the nigga still got nominated for an oscar the dude that took his place so fuck out of here fuck out of my face and it's one of those things too i remember we kind of talked uh at lunch today and my thing is that i'm tired of them punishing motherfuckers for the person that fucked up they fucked up get them the fuck out of here and move on it's fiscally doesn't make sense to to trash a whole thing that you've invested all this money in because one motherfucker fucked up and it's still trash if he in it so right you were t- he, he trashed it y'all didn't do shit save your film if you can uh he said also to clear seven hours like uh, seven hours ago first of all i'm deeply sorry to those that were affected by my choice of language i understand that i'm in the public eye, i have many supporters but none of my actions that took place should be supported supported words have power and can do a lot of damage i own mine and i'm sorry i respect fox's decision to recast his role for the hate you give as it is important it's an important story and it would not be appropriate for me to be involved consider my actions of my past i understand the impact and i've grown a lot and learned since then yeah i mean yeah, you got and, caught you, right you, you knew you said this shit before and so Ms. you should have never um you should have never um accepted the part right and miss smart brought up something that i think if companies are smart they do this and tell people hey if we got to reshoot this is at your expense we taking our reshoots out of your money so yeah we can do it but if something come out and we have to cancel your contract or reshoot you paying for this they probably go cost us money they probably will start putting that in some contracts like if we have to reshoot for something you did that's on you right if if we fuck up cool right. but if you fuck up and you cost us reshoot money you're and paying for it they may already have that too because mark Wahlberg had a reshoot clause in his contract and people got all mad at him but he just did what the fuck his contract like that's what he, the the deal he negotiated was if we got a reshoot and it ain't my fault i want my motherfucking money i understand like now he still gave it the times up because michelle williams represented by the same in, in uh, same agency somehow didn't have that in her contract and she shot for fucking scale so yeah you got to come up off that money but the good news is that money went somewhere where it maybe can help some people right but yeah in general like nah dog uh-uh yeah anyway that'll stop motherfuckers from fucking up going oh okay if if you out here grabbing people by the pussies and saying shit you got to go and and these reshoots i shouldn't me as a company shouldn't have to cop shouldn't have to cop up uh cop up the difference and i and in all respect this is a little bit more of a stretch because it's something he said a long time ago coming back up on youtube not some it's like it's not something he did recently or whatever right i could see you not feeling like we're gonna be punitive and take it out of his contract but i could also see you being punitive and it appears it was made when he was like even younger than he is now so maybe he wasn't even of age to be i don't know right what like i do I said, know it has is to be some stipulation you know around that yeah, yeah but what i do know is i think it's good to take him out just for proof that the movies can go on without these motherfuckers right. that shit is super important because right now we're at a someone fucks up the production most of the time a man and and what are we gonna do what about all the people that work on the movie and they throw these people up as a shield like 
what so a manly stenberg movie can't come out because he was a racist wow i thought y'all support black people and shit and now you can't do that because like no just reshoot it reshoot dog with that being said i'm fully aware of my mistakes i've made and strive every day to become a better me than i was yesterday we all have a voice whether it's big or small we need to use it spread love and light from now on i plan to use my voice for positive change well i'm glad you learned your lesson buddy me too it's a costly lesson at that i guess um so yeah um and of course white people are all in his comments not caring you know they are Mm-hmm. Uh, some shit they wouldn't go see no way some girl named princess hope are you kidding me he lost a role because of an older video that's crazy a video where he said the n-word several times and a black person responded but you fail to realize is the movie he had a role in is directly about racism and him using that language defeats the purpose hello right then she says i heard about the movie title but not what the movie was about right you're just following him because you want to bone him or something there's no there's no way you weren't gonna see the you weren't even gonna see the movie that's my whole point right all attacking the 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 author and shit when y'all were not going to see this goddamn movie Mm Hmm. and i mean honestly dog like you can't look to the internet for apologies anyway Mm -mm. because of the internet so internet like like you can say with your statement and maybe they'll report it in the news but in general fucking the internet the motherfuckers that don't fuck with you are never gonna forgive you and the motherfuckers that do fuck with you can't be trusted because they would have forgave you no matter what so you just gotta chalk it up get some personal growth and development and move on because and i really do hope he learned a lot of times people say that they don't learn shit but sometimes people say that and they do actually learn i would love to see that dude um learn from this and maybe down the line sometime uh help to you know like use his voice to help uplift other people i would love to right. see that because i always root for growth and development me too i'm not i'm not like i know that the popular thing on the internet is to never root for that shit and that everybody's trash and no one's ever good enough and we're the only cool woke people but nah i think i would much rather than the alternative um i'd much rather him mean this shit but only actions can show you if someone means something words don't really mean shit in a time like this right and it's one of those things like i said something i have and i something that i hope never dies in me is hope like i am i am a very very hopeful person sometimes but it doesn't even make sense to have hope i just try my Mm -hmm. best to look at at positive in everybody yeah and i don't know this nigga so you know i ain't vouching for him or nothing no 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 no, i just hope you do better right we'll see that's all you can do and only time we'll tell on a lot of this shit and we live in an impatient society but some shit you can't something you can't rush is motherfucking time right um all right let's move into guest the race so we can get up out of here now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and uh they all play along and the chat room is racist all right let's see what we got going here a young father dies at sheldon recycling plant after falling into a tire shredder oh i know a federal investigation is underway 
into a young father's tragic death while on the job byron jones 26 died friday as a result of a gruesome industrial accident at Gidden Eek, a tire recycling plant in sheldon area of northeast harris county according to andrew searden who represents Art Rascone, only on 13 live at five jesus calm 13 down. live at five it was live all right uh but according to andrew searden who represents john's family he was tragically killed in the tire shredder i know i wonder how they knew think it left a shred of evidence behind sorry about that guys i don't want to tread on this memory guess he found out he wouldn't rubber made no it's only 2018 but it's already not off to a good year <laughs> oh karen me i didn't start this you did <laughs> you didn't start to tire <laughs> i guess he found out he went rubber where he didn't bounce back <laughs> okay karen, that's enough I'm getting a little tired of your jokes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> think we took out a tread off this story. I think we did. All right. <clears throat> As we were saying um sources say i would uh, eyewitnesses he got caught in the machine and couldn't get free co-workers reported he was missing before the company oh, realized what happened oh shit investigators with osha said that we're at the plant over the weekend they say they have launched an investigation so somebody was like um um uh, we're missing somebody well how, how long they been missing i don't know they ain't come back from the 15 right. <laughs> it's time to change out the shifts yeah I wonder why he's missing on his shift rotation. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh! <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you don't keep your balance. You are all out of line. <laughs> all right. I guess he found out he went all wheel drive. <laughs> what? All wheel drive tires. I know what that means. The pun just didn't make any sense. I told you my shit don't make no sense. I ain't got to have no rules. I make my own rules up. I don't know the pun rules, y'all. But I just y'all knew it when y'all kept asking for these terrible ass puns. I wonder if he like. I wonder if. I wonder if he. I should, 
i'm glad he he went out this way because he was probably gonna get fired because he was stoned (laughs) all right that's that's totally enough that's way more than enough anyway um osha's currently investigating the incident and expect to file a lawsuit in order to hold all negligent grossly negligent parties uh fully accountable for this tragedy um the company has no comment at the time um that's sad right they should just have uh, another worker in the trunk That's what happened when he, you didn't have a spare life. <laughs> Come on, Cam. We, we totally gone off road on this. <laughs> All right. That's, 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 why do y'all listen to this? It's really y'all fault for being here um yeah Gannon has one complaint from the texas commission of environmental quality database for failure to maintain 40 feet of space around outdoor piles it appears someone complained in summer 2015 they had too many tires there uh Sarah says jones family is distraught the slain worker leaves behind a three-year-old daughter damn i guess he's not gonna get to retire <laughs> You think his manager's gonna get a suspension? Yes, suspension! Alright. Karen, guess the race of um, Byron Jones. Byron Jones was white. Karen said Byron Jones was a white man. Let's check the chat room. White says Ratchet Scientist. Uh, Black says Candace. Black says Goober, Gourmet Goober um he was michelin action man <laughs> michelin actually black black he didn't tread lightly white black as a tire black black like these steel belted radials he was down like four black tires black <laughs> one more white one more white wall to the homies black this story took me for a ride oh, oh the correct answer is Karen, you missed it. He's black. Man, you reached for the stars with that one, Karen. The very rare white Byron. What? I was hoping there was one out there. All right. (laughs) Anyway, the rest of you got it. You said black. A lot of those puns in the last segment, I have to apologize for. A lot of them fell flat. (laughs) All right. We got to move on. I'm running out of air. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. That was really it. That was really it. All right. y'all mess with us and all we doing is doing a slow leak across the podcast 
that last pun karen nailed it All right, that's terrible. We have to move on. <clears throat> Cops. Never good when the article starts with that. Right, a man, never. A man struck his wife over Tom Brady disses. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Tom lost that Super Bowl. And people was mad. And a man became angry with rage. Um, he struck, oh, he struck his living girlfriend. So I oh, guess she shit. didn't, she didn't have the mentality of a wife. After she made provocative statements about Tom Brady as a couple watched the Super Bowl Sunday evening. According to police report, Alan Tussing, 39, was viewing this football game with the victim in the bedroom of the Palmetto home they share. After the woman, 39, started to make provocative statements about Tom Brady. Provocative <laughs> like what? Tussing became upset and first smashed his plate of food on the floor. Then, a uh, fucking game, bro. You're not playing. I'm sorry. Uh, Tussing then allegedly pushed his girlfriend onto the bed. He held her arms down, struck her on the right side of the mouth area. His son witnessed the incident and told police that his father warned the 39-year-old victim, hit me and I'll hit you again. The report does not further describe the victim apparently derogatory comments about the New England Patriots quarterback. Uh, Tussing fled the home after the attack, but returned several hours later. He was arrested around 10.30 p.m. on a misdemeanor domestic battery charge um he was released from jail at the post of 500 dollars bond he's doing court march 6th guess the race of mr uh fuck his first name alan tussing oh alan tussing is white okay all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe even though his name sounds like tussing but i don't think he's black he's white <laughs> white make america great again white i want he wanted to kiss tom brady in the mouth white <laughs> oh no oh no i mean come on man uh thought thought timberlake's halftime was neato <laughs> not neato super bowl selfie um $500 bond MAGA white Brady deflated ego white Aww. doing it for America's team white white and added white and added again direct answer is he was white of course oh no no one missed that one. Oh, somebody says prefer to make mac and cheese in the box white yeah you know what's mm-hmm, wild mm-hmm. We watched that Super Bowl, and I swear, y'all, I'm off that narcotic. I'm supposed to be not fucking with the Eagles no more. Uh, which, of course, they would win the Super Bowl after I stopped fucking with them. Right. But, nigga, during that game, I was an Eagles fan. Okay? Yeah. I feel like I was right back to everything. Like, I almost cried when they won. I was like, I can't believe this happened. And I really, I really only have the Falcons to blame for that. Because they fucking should have did the same thing last year and blew it. So yeah they they had the same le- type of shit they same amount of points they put up all them points and they fucking lost like and that's more about them being the falcons than anything else come on but uh i noticed the patriots struggled when they didn't know all the plays the eagles was running <sighs> bitch come on i'm hunt like i said me me as a panthers fan and you know i can i if the Patriots would have won that particular game, I would have said it was well-deserved. But prior to that, some of these games in the past, they knew the plays. Like, mm-hmm. they actually knew the play. Like, that shit matters. You know, yes, they still won, but it matters when you know the plays. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've been caught cheating several times, deflating balls and shit like that. And, 
you know there's nothing wrong with people supporting them but facts are facts mm-hmm. and facts aren't distractions so you know for somebody like me i you know i'm don't care too much for them because y'all stole the super bowl from us when we played y'all uh years ago the first time mm-hmm. and it is something wrong with supporting them i don't care you're a bad person if you like them and i don't care who you are okay um but yeah i was glad the eagles won um <sighs> so great all right let's go to the bonus round of guess the race uh bonus round music you want to do your thing <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one and uh chat room is mostly two and two um but let's see how you guys do in the bonus round all right let me see all right this one this article is dead hold on i found a different one um 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 all right here we go a mother is arrested when her daughter five years old is found crying and sweating alongside her brother four years old inside a sweltering car while the mom drank at a bar what oh what is correct karen 28 year old uh, a 28 year old in kissimmee florida mother allegedly left her two young children unsupervised in a hot car with no air conditioning on sunday oh florida this is back in august of last year by the way um larissa rivera's children who are four and five years old were found out by orlando police who claimed the mother went to butkin bar on international boulevard for some drinks it said the children were left alone in the scorching hot silver ford focus what which was running with the keys in the ignition they could have knocked it out of gear like you should you could have killed themselves how you leave the keys the car running but not the ac on um so yeah police were called to the scene and they opened the car's door apparently the little girl was crying hysterically uh as they do you know at four uh there was no food or drink in the car the air conditioner was turned off we gotta save gas it was 80 degrees outside but felt like 88 degrees authorities made the discovery when the mother in question was inside the bar she eventually walked out to greet them hey guys what's going on uh thank you for watching my car uh you can put my kids back in the child seat that i don't own um the the police claimed she was glassy eyed and smelled like alcohol she told them that she was a regular at the bar and that people would there help her watch her kids from time to time she also claimed to be watching them through a window Mm mm-hmm uh witnesses said rivera was at the bar for at least an hour and a half and the children were alone in the car for at least 30 minutes rivera posted bells out at the orange county jail guess the race of larissa rivera karen rivera, latino okay chat room uh caribbean latina oh this is from august maga done put her out latina <laughs> white latinx uh becky is a shit mom with bad hair white those kids were anchor babies latina she was driving dos x those wait dos xx i don't know uh the modelos will get you latina hispanic drunk patina i don't know oh that must be just a typo for latina 
um white hispanic on the census uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, just uh one more corona latina yeah she's not the most interesting woman in the world but she is latinx Up. and of course some of y'all said white to all y'all congratulations to karen though you got Yay, that one right i'm two for three mm-hmm. uh all right let's go to sore ratchetness and then we'll get out of here um uh here here we go an argument over a school attendance with his teenage son which led to the man being stabbed with a sword oh yeah you get your unruly teenage son a sword and uh next thing you know your ass is on the menu Mm-hmm. getting sliced up there's a legend of zelda sword too holy shit glad he didn't have that that power if you had a three hearts he would have shot right through you come on he did bumper mm-hmm. it's twice as powerful when you got all the hearts everybody knows that everybody but then it's only half as powerful when you even miss a half a heart what the fuck oh alexa show me the front door no alexa don't do shit okay well i appreciate you and these stupid ass ads good grief how many ads on this fucking site pop-ups is happening everything's happening uh like you can get all these ads right i hear you news you got to make money somewhere wtae.com um it's a great time to remind you guys uh adamandeve.com code tbgwt before valentine's day all right here i think it's about to start now according to this oh now you want to freeze the whole fucking ad played fine no freezing criminal complaint the teenage boy began arguing with his father here inside their home in dairy let's let's freeze township investigators say the boy became angry Mm -hmm. when his father threatened to take away his music because of poor attendance at school that's when police say he stabbed his so he tried to discipline his sword on his son son, as a good father shell um his son wasn't going to school he just liked playing video games and playing with his zelda sword in the house and uh you're saying he didn't respond well to this one interesting what a coincidence father with a sword it's a sad situation dedry skillings lives just down the street from the family and says she heard the boy's father screaming in the street that day thought little of it skillings is related to the family and says the boy accused 17 year old andrew turner is a good kid andy is very respectful He's never, ever gotten into any trouble. But according to the criminal complaint, Turner was so upset with his father that he threw a small refrigerator, a barbell full of weights, and some other items down the stairs. That's when police say he stabbed his dad in the stomach with the sword. His father climbed out a window, ran to a relative, and called 911. The teen was taken into custody, and Skilling says that breaks her heart. We love him dearly, and we just pray that God just 
takes over this situation and just turn it into positive. Andy Turner's family says he remains in a juvenile detention center awaiting his court appearance on charges of aggravated assault. And that's why you can't give kids swords, especially a lazy school, missing ass kids, okay? Um, all right, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We appreciate y'all as always. And until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.